Truck Show Podcast, live from the SEMA Show in Las Vegas. Presented by Nissan, Banks Power, and Toyo Tires. I gotta say this is pretty cool they have set up a stage and tables and microphones they're warming up there they are up on stage holding and lightning just moments uh-huh. away from the truck show podcast live damn on the it train stage dave king dick and kev dog from bitching rides at 10 45 come on over grab a seat and then at 12 noon enjoy a free beer it's a free ice cream as we celebrate 75 years Magazine. Do you think we get free beer and free ice I cream? I want some free beer and free ice cream, although I don't know if I want them together. I've tried that, and it makes your stomach just rumble and do what bad What you things. guys just heard was uh, the legitimacy of the Truck Show podcast here on the Motor Trend stage outside at SEMA. Dude, we have a hype man. We do have a hype man. Usually it's you. <laughs> I know. I'm not used to another hype man are talking you, about me. Are you ranking him? Like, wait, where does he fall on the hype man He's scale? pretty damn good, I got to say. All right. I mean, uh, this is pretty awesome. We're right across from... Uh, I guess it is the eBay Motors doing like burnouts and stuff over there. And, and got- well, they've eBay has teamed up with Hoonigan, and it's if you know anything about Hoonigan, you know there's going to be a lot of tire smoke. So the uh, the show itself is massive, and yesterday and the day before it was pretty cold. It's sunny, it's beautiful. We're here the last day. It's Friday. We've got an amazing view of the West Hall, of the Central Hall. We see the Encore, the Wind, the Monorail Station, a sea of trucks surrounding us, and we can even see Jordan uh, Mulbauer out there from uh, Florida, Florida Truck, Truck Meet. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how we pulled it off after five years that uh, Motor Trend finally realized that they have a podcast and that they <laughs> should put them on their in their own booth. I don't think they realize it. It's you don't think so? Mu- no. Do they, maybe they think that we're outside people. And they're like, oh, we heard about your podcast. We, we, we should we, have you on the show. We hired a podcast to come in. And <laughs> do it like, it's no, you. We're a third party. <laughs> I will say I'm glad we're doing it later in the week because it was windy and raining before. Yeah. And now I cannot see a cloud in the no, sky. it's beautiful today. This is what people talk about when they go to Vegas. They're like, this is exactly right. It's just gorgeous. The hotel's in the background. People are going to leave here today excited about trucks, and they're going to go spend their money gambling, and it's just it's and all lose that it is all. good. And lose or, it or as all. I like to say, leave your uh, deposit in Vegas. Oh, I see, yeah. But because the idea is you're leaving your deposit because someday you'll get it back. It's funny because you left your deposit in Vegas earlier, but that, that is was something completely different. Thing. Yeah, no, absolutely <laughs> That was different. in the restroom. That was... <laughs> Come on, down, see the 2022. we got a couple of open seats. All right, our hype man is getting a little aggressive here. Just a couple of moments away. Uh, a couple of moments away. Yep. The Truck Show Podcast. Oh, that's us. Oh, yeah, that's, this is it weird? It's weird, right? How strange is that? All right, before we uh, get into our guests, we have to thank our sponsors. So we got to give uh, Nissan a shout out. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being our presenting sponsor. Guys, great trucks, reliable, powerful, everything you need in the truck. Head on down to your local Nissan dealer or to Nissan USA, where you can build and price your Frontier, your Titan, or your Titan XD. The Titan, Titan XD have the industry's best five-year, 100,000-mile warranty. And they endorse engine swaps. <laughs> that was awesome. Right? Yeah. What did you think about all the bank's rear differential covers on all these lifted trucks out here? And some not so lifted. Well, listen, uh, if your truck is parked, you may have a slew of bank's products, and you there's no way to show everybody. Mm-hmm. And finally, other than the uh, badge on the fender, uh, you can see it in the diff cover. So it was very cool to see all the bank's equipped rigs out here. You did a good job, man. You, you, you sprinkled bank's dust on uh, everything. Because I am a, I'm a pixie. Or am I a fairy? One of the two. Yeah, it depends where I'm living, right? <laughs> I guess so. Bank's Ram Air rear differential cover does so much more than just look good. It actually cools your rear diff temps by five times over flatback covers that you see on the road right now. Go to bankspower.com, type in your year, make, and model to see if there's a Ram Air rear differential cover for your rig. 
For all you uh, off-roaders out there, you're looking for an aggressive off-road tire, something that's going to uh, be quiet on the highway and be absolutely awesome off-road, you want to go to toyotires.com where you can check out the open country line of tires, whether it's an all-terrain, a hybrid, or even their uh, most excellent mud terrain. Mm -hmm. Toyo has you covered. The open country line of tires is amazing. We're uh, especially partial to the brand new open country RT Trail, which is the best of all. You get the uh, the aggressiveness of a mud terrain and the quietness and streetability of an all-terrain. Head over to toyotires.com and uh, hook up your ride. If only they had some product placement here. If only they had sprinkled uh, their uh, pixie honestly, dust on some trucks. I, it's interesting because I'm looking at, uh, 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 it's almost like a contest between Banks and Toyota. Like, oh my God, look at the Banks truck. Look at the Toyota Quip truck. Look at that. A truck that has Toyota and Banks on it. My head's going to explode. And it's a Nissan. <laughs> I'm like, oh, do you wow. listen to our show? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All right, shall we start the show? Uh, let's start the show. Do it. The Truck Show. We're gonna show you what we know. We're gonna answer what the truck. Cause truck rides with. The Truck Show. We have the lifted, we have the lowered, and everything in between. We'll talk about trucks that run on diesel and the ones that run on gasoline. The Truck Show. The Truck Show. It's The Truck Show with your hosts, Lightning and Holman. What's up, Mr. Jordan Mulbauer? What's up, guys? Florida Truck Meet. How you do? I'm doing good. How are y'all doing? Friend of the show. Yeah. I feel like I'm definitely the, the... The guest that's always on the most. Oh, my, vo- ha- my vocabulary is still waking up. <laughs> Your vocabulary is waking you up. Have a rough yeah. night last my, night. My brain's not working, but the vocabulary is waking up. So. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I'm looking around and I see that uh, you have infiltrated SEMA with your uh, Florida style of truck, and I'm wondering. Um, that, that, what that means yeah. is a 24-inch lift with uh, rubber band tires. Yeah, I mean... You Stretch put, to the limit. Listen, don't put all the blame on me, okay? There's other people that we can blame this, like Rob down at Plan B Fab. You know, he builds I, these things. Uh, he I, has armored Hummers over there in the uh, North Hall. Oh, Lord. Did you see that? Yeah, we're getting out of hand. Yeah, here's the thing, Jordan. You were responsible for gathering thousands of these trucks together in Florida and telling everyone it was okay. You're like, yeah. it's okay. We can all do crack together. It's fine. It's legal. It's like, no. Whoa, I, I whoa, don't whoa. think that's he's, what he was doing. No? Easy with the drugs. Yeah, stuff, man. man. What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. Good Lord. So how <laughs> many trucks did you and your team bring out here? Uh, I didn't bring any myself. I took a off year. I did a side-by-side last year, and I had my truck twice before that. So your Ford is sitting in your garage all lonely without you crying. Yeah. What was your video crying. you posted on social where uh, your new Ford was towing your old Ford? What was that all about? No, that wasn't me, but I did order a new truck. Because I saw, okay, what would you I get? Did, I, I got the 20, 23 F250, actually F350, single rear wheel, uh, black on black, Lariat. Wow. Yeah, we're looking to look at uh, 83 out the door, I think. Yeah. So, kind of a bargain deal. That but was a great really. deal. It should have been like just under a buck, even. Yeah, it's the Lariat. Wow. It's not, I didn't want like the top packages. I just wanted something to get around. Oh, so you didn't so, do the full moonroof so on the land for that truck? That's a good question there. Oh. See, okay, with all the EPA stuff going on, it's kind of like hindering me to what I really want to do. Mm-hmm. But um, if I had it my way, I'd do it any level lift, you know, the whole nine Our friend, yards. Uh, Aaron the over there. Yeah. yeah, he's got a ton of trucks around the show. And he's not here. Aaron's Why is he not here? No wonder we haven't I talked to him. He says that he has too much stuff to keep up with. He has to keep working and he can't make it. So, which sucks because me and him, we were supposed to get tattoos. I lost a bet to him chugging beer. So I have to get his tat- his logo tattooed on me somewhere. No, I, I think this is your out. That, you you see, don't have to do that now because he didn't show up. I well, have so many questions here. First of all, our man Jordan does not ever 
lose at beer drinking contests. No. How did that happen? No, no. Aaron, Aaron has in fact beat me. You were having an off day. Well, actually, two off days. He beat me twice. What? What? Yeah. He's good. Get off our stage. <laughs> we can't have you up here anymore. You're, I come bearing gifts. You're disappointed. What? This what is, gifts? This is one of the original Florida Truck Me hats right here. But you've been wearing personal it. Hat. No, it's it's a gift to you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I know you like straw hats too, right? Of course I do. Yeah. See? Look at that. No, don't gifts. wear it on hey, top of your truck podcast. And there's podcast. even bourbon in my backpack. Hat. Oh, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. You gave me a nice bottle uh, last year of, uh, mm-hmm. what was that? It was uh, Whistlepig. Uh, Whistlepig 12, 12 rye, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And that was a barrel that you actually purchased from Whistlepig that for your business, and you yeah. shared that bottle with me. I appreciate 70, that. One of 70 bottles that we had. We were going to do them as trophies for Daytona Truck Meet, but... I purchased that before the cancellation and all that. <laughs> so leaning into Daytona truck meet stuff. The funny thing is, is like uh, I've got my buddy Tyler over here. We're gonna do some interview stuff, kind of clear the air about Daytona truck meet. Now that everything's kind of subsided. What do you mean clear down. the air? I don't think any air needed to be cleared. Yeah, I, thought, well, I thought everything was sort of like, all right, moving to Florida truck meet now. It is, it is, but I, I have a plan. Are you going back to Daytona? That's the plan. Oh. It's just going to take a little bit of politic change oh. to get back there. So oh. you're putting all of your millions you've earned in your truck show in uh, supporting the other candidates who are on the ballot in a week. Uh, if I had millions, man, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows? You're I'd your own my, lobbyist. I'd buy my own Speedway at that point. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that might take a billion. Do like yeah. what Cletus did down uh, down there, right? Yeah. Oh, Following yeah. his yeah. footsteps. He's a cool guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right on, so I want to go back to the truck for a second. What are your plans for it? Why, why won't you divulge? I mean... I don't know. I'm 32 years old now. Now I'm looking like I just want to have something that's quality. I could put like a six inch lift on it, you know, 35s and ride out and just be fine. But then there's another part of me that wants to still be the kid and put a 10 inch lift, you know, 38s, maybe 40s, you know, go a little nuts. So which way you go? I, it's probably going to be a split decision right down to the so end. So half the truck will be one way and the other <laughs> half will be It'll the other It'll lean way. to the passenger side. <laughs> We're going to do the other way. We're going to lean to the front. Okay. So no, no you, lean you to the back. You should do uh, a reverse Carolina yeah, squat? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. It won't be a Carolina squat. It's It'll be look the like fl- a ranchero. It'll be the Florida lean. That's the rake. <laughs> rake. <laughs> yeah. The rake. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm probably going to go more on the bigger side. I think you are too. I think you yeah. still have a little uh, kid left in you. I do, and I yeah. work and with all these companies. To get out. You know, I always work with all the big companies, big wheel companies, tires, all that stuff. So, it makes sense for me to kind of have that business card, so to speak, because I can't tell you how many times I've gone to a gas station, just sitting there, and I'll talk to somebody for thirty minutes sometimes, and just talk about the business, and then they're coming to the show, and they're like, "Okay, I'll bring my family. I'm gonna talk to my family out of state. They're gonna come to the show." So. It's a no-brainer. You got to build up a truck when right. you're in this industry. So, as an event promoter and a truck connoisseur, what do you think of this year's SEMA show? Okay, so it's definitely down on builds and a lot of the same stuff. I, I don't really see much in the way of innovation, which I feel like SEMA—that's the way it should be. A lot more people though this year. In the non-like your niche area, mm-hmm. I think the builds have gotten better, and I've seen a lot of really cool stuff, especially in like the uh, the hot rod stuff and things like that, because. I feel like people had an extra year, mm-hmm. and the quality, there may not be as many, but the quality of what's out there, I think, is a lot better than it was in the last couple of years. You're you're probably right, and it's probably because I just don't know the the car side of things and the lower trucks. I'm, I look at the bigger trucks, like, uh, the only thing I've seen new this year is uh, Fury has a 44. Mm-hmm. Um, other a, than that, on a damn, what? that's big. On a what? Yeah. What, what size wheel? 40, 46? 30. Thirty. Yeah, Forty-four, sixteen and a half, thirty three tires, and it's a new tread pattern too. It's like the Country Hunter MT two. Does it have a load rating on it? 
Um, or are you risking can, death every time you take that thing on You the can put an igloo cooler honest, in the bathroom. always risking death in these trucks, man. <laughs> yeah. You never know what bolt's going to fall off. Or That's well, true. You've heard of Loctite, right? Yeah. It's a great product. Yeah. There's this thing called the Kachow mod. So if anybody loses a wheel, they just call it the Kachow. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. The, the reason that they have a name for it, and it's actually a... The reason the wheels stick out so far, mm-hmm. so when they break off, they don't take the bedside with them. No, it's so see. common, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do see those on the sides of like Florida roads, Georgia roads down there. It doesn't happen very often with twenties. You know, a guy with a Silverado and he's got a set of twenties, and he's looking yeah. at the, a piece of his rim out in the bushes. Mm-hmm. It happens with the thing, you know, the, the wheels over twenty sixes. Oh yeah, people lose their wheels all the time. You just <laughs> see them off in the swamp on the side of the road. It's just like, and, and just leave them alone. It's Kachow mod time. <laughs> Kachow mod time. <laughs> so, have you been to the Troyo Tread Pass? Because there are some beautiful trucks there, and I, I think you need to look at the cars. You need to just decompress mm. from trucks for a minute and just open your, you know, spread your wings a little bit, you know? Yeah, no, I have been doing that, especially today. Like over in West Hall, I was looking at like the newer Lamborghinis, what's the Cyan concept yeah. cars over there? There's one over in uh, the Expel, the one of 19. Yeah. Have you noticed like Dotsons are back? I've seen like four yeah, or five yeah. really built amazing Datsuns from the 70s and 80s. Well, the roads are getting smaller now, so everyone's wanting those little tiny, you know, vehicles. <laughs> I don't think it's about that. I just think it's about finding something that's really unusual and, and building it up to a, an extent no one's ever seen. Yeah. yeah, I just, I think that, uh, you know, it's interesting. The cars that are going to be the vintage cars forever, I mean, once you get to, you know, the 2000s, I feel like a lot of those cars are kind of throwaways. But before then, you're starting, you know, the, obviously the, the, the cars and trucks from the 60s and 70s, that's it. Those are, and there's only so many that are going to be pebble, if you will, like completely restored. The rest are going to be rust mm-hmm. mods. Mm-hmm. But they're like a lot, you know, on their third owner, right? So you've got maybe it's your uncle's truck and it pe- got passed down from your grandpa or something like that. It's interesting to kind of see the boomerang come back. So vehicles that are maybe on their third version of a build or something like that, right? Like, I think that's yeah. pretty cool. I'm always trying to learn new things. And, you know, the car industry is something I've never even touched. All right. So what's the uh, what's the info for Florida Truck Meet coming up? So next year we got Florida Truck Meet. It is uh, March 31st through April 2nd, Homestead Miami Speedway. Three days of fun in the sun. Uh, that time of year we're looking at, like, you know, 75 degrees and sunny. It doesn't get much rain that time of year. So good weather that's unusual for one of your meets i know because we're used to getting just yeah, hurricaned out right, yeah yeah yes. so yeah I, I decided to move that a little bit but when the, your golf cart is taking on water there's too much rain <laughs> yeah i swamped the golf cart <laughs> have was, you yeah at the at the show this year you swamped your I golf did. cart i have a video of me i tried to go down there was a we had a bad rainstorm on friday and, and for some reason, all the drains got clogged up with trash. So for was, some reason, it was like a <laughs> foot and a half deep of water out uh-huh. there. And uh, I tried getting through it with my golf cart. And yeah, ga- gas golf cart and water don't don't work too well. <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't electric. It would have been a <laughs> fried, fried Jordan. Yeah, you know what? I did. That's the positive side of things, right there. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, dude, I'm glad you're still alive. Yep. Thanks for coming yeah, by. Yeah. Con- congratulations on living. <laughs> Thanks, All right, we'll, we'll catch up with you soon. We really appreciate you. Uh, oh, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. One more thing. Jordan, right, so this is happening now after you and I have gone to the party in the penthouse up yeah. on the top of the no, West. that's right. That you guys cool. were partying the other tell night. Holman, yeah, 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 tell yeah, yeah. Holman about Elvis's suite. Oh, man, dude, that place was sick. Oh, I've been there before. Sick. You have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then pretend as if you haven't. All right, so I've, never, I've never heard of her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were sitting in a jacuzzi, like, having a little chat. It was dry. I was going to say that, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, there was there water in there? No, it was it was dry, like okay. my DMs. <laughs> <laughs>
But that was a cool By the way, cool ka-chow. Yeah, ka-chow. <laughs> ka-chow. ka-chow. Yeah, you're going to be saying that in your sleep now. Yeah, you, you know I am. The wife's so, going to be like, what the fuck? We're walking around from like room to room to room. He's like, this place doesn't end up here. No. Yeah, it, that place is amazing. It's uh, And he didn't he live there for like 10 years or something like yeah. that? Or, so one of the suites is Elvis's and one is Liberace's. Mm-hmm. And then one was Conrad Hilton's. And I don't know which is which. Yeah, but so the one walk- that was up at the front, right? That was, that was Elvis's. Yeah, I think so. I, I've I've only been to Elvis's. I haven't seen yeah. the other one. This place was what, like fifty five hundred square feet? I think at yeah. least. I took at a least. picture of the little map on the thing. It had its own uh, evacuation plan. <laughs> yeah, well, it's got a pool, dude. This is yeah. one of those like uh, cool slides that you go down or something like that. It needs one. I <laughs> saw <laughs> right, so, uh, thumbs up for the party. Big thumbs up. Okay, I'm great. coming Th- next year. Thumbs up for SEMA. Thumbs up for SEMA. All Always. Right, I, I, I'm never gonna miss SEMA. The networking opportunities are, you know, endless here. So. You never know who you're going to meet, who you're going to talk to, what business deals you can make. So I, I won't miss SEMA ever. Fantastic. Awesome. Yep. All right, brother. All right. Thank you, Jordan. Good seeing you. Appreciate All right, you. Guys. All right. Y'all take care. Long live and ka-chow. <laughs> ka-chow. Ka-chow. That's uh, Dave Kindig over there signing autographs. You see that? Look at all those people swarming him. I know. Do you know how many autographs I signed this week? Uh, zero. Uh, nope, I signed my bar tab. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did that. Uh, I did many of those. Yeah, that was the only person who asked for my autograph was uh, because I had uh, a receipt. That's it. I had one person ask me for a photo, though. Oh, really? Yeah, so I'm, I think I've made it. Wait, wait, you took a photo of them, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Come on up. Come on up, Jets. Right, yeah, what's up, guys? What up? Going, bro. How you doing? Oh, the, 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 the safety is here. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Kindig rubbing his hands uh, full of uh, oh, what, so know, cold still, alcohol. Hey, your, your knuckle, up, guys? Your knuckles are clean now too. That's right. Woo. <laughs> so uh, we've been trying to get you guys on the show for like I don't know four years now. Is so, that true? Yeah, forever yeah. and a day. The traffic was bad. That's all. <laughs> is that it? My uh, my uh, my day job is uh, running all the content for Motorsports Truck and Off Road Group, and then our night job is this podcast for Motor Trend and I'm like hey well we've had you know uh, a bunch of our talent on um, we've had Freiberger and Finnegan we've had Aaron Kaufman we've had I mean uh, Chris Jacobs we've had go down the list and we want Kindig and they're like nope they're so like, I don't what? know. They said, I don't know if they would do that. So you Who guys, said, no, you guys lowered your standards. <laughs> you guys have been lowering your standards as you went along. We I mean, had, obviously, Chris Jacobs is very up. Uh, all of them were up very high. We until started you got to Kev Dog and Dave. We started with low standards, guys. <laughs> you have just elevated us to heights we've never been at before. <laughs> well, thank you very much. So, uh, welcome to the Motor Trend booth. Well, thanks for having us. Uh, this has been an amazing year for all of us. I mean, it's been really a great year, Sima. It's been crazy. It was a little weird on the weather yesterday, but yeah, honestly, the weather was weird. It, yep. it didn't dampen the spirits uh, at all. No, Everybody was still having a great time, and uh, we, we've we've had just a wonderful SEMA this year. So what's crazy is that, you know, there's all the uh, kind of like you know hubbub and so oh my gosh these companies aren't going these companies SEMA's going to be dead. SEMA is exactly how you would how you left it last time you came. One hundred percent. I think I think it's better. I think it's better too. I think it's better. Uh, yeah. and, and those companies you don't even miss them, like, honestly. Who, and, well, and yeah, the, who, what companies? Well, they, GM didn't give me my brand new truck, so yep. So you missed it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like Toyota's stepping up and taking right. that whole that section that used to be blue, and now I don't know what color it is, but it's all Toyota White. now. Right? Yep. Yep. So, you know, I, I think really you got to really kind of consider the, the changes that SEMA's showing is the same changes all the way across the entire world. Any kind of market you're into, certainly in the automotive market, things have to progress and they have to yep. change. And this is just one more change. I don't think it's for the worst. And, and certainly, I mean, if you're into Ford, you're into Chevy, you're into Honda, whoever. Well, Stuff out. For you. There's still cars here that are made by those guys. Maybe they're just changing their focus and, you know, yeah. maybe they'll figure out that 
That wasn't a good move. And, and they'll, they'll be back. back. Yeah. Who knows? Well, well yeah, check yeah. this out. I, I, I actually think, oh, you know, I did some judging for TMI and you know, obviously doing a lot of walking around for my day job. I actually think the quality of build is better this year because there's some really cool technologies. And I think part of it's supply chain. Part of it is some people had an extra year. But there's some really fantastic 3D printed interiors. I and agree. Build, with I you. mean, I agree. Amazing, with you. amazing stuff. Yeah, and and so there's, you know, you have the normal eye candy, but if you take your time to stop and look, that quality and that el- that every one of those high end builds is more elevated than I've ever seen, which Agreed. makes this show even better. Agreed. You know, I it's almost that. like the parade of progress back in the 50s. This is truly this year because of the change and the the time off and the technology gains. Man's progress of technology is like tenfold what it was five years ago. Yeah, we took a leap. Right. No, sure. Totally. Now, did you guys see this really cool car? It's lime green. I think it's a Pantera. It might mm. be in the Borla mm. booth. Uh, no, no, no. I no. wonder. What, what? No, who? he wouldn't know anything about no, that. He, you no. haven't seen that? No. I don't have any idea what you're talking about because I stole that car from the owner. And he still hasn't got it. <laughs> we don't, we're not even supposed to know it's here. Yeah, well, Dave, David Borla told us not to even look at it. And it was impossible. <laughs> that is uh, by far, uh, you know, I've, uh, I've always been into exotics and American. American muscle, and that yeah. truly is one of the best combinations of those cars. 100% agree. And uh, I, if Ernie ever wanted to sell that car, I hope I get first pop out of my car is bad. One of my favorite episodes, by the way, of your show, Bitch and Rides, because you're like this. He he said, "All right, you can do whatever you want to the to the car," and you said. Uh, here's the color I'm going to make it. And he's like, nah, nah, are you sure about that? And you're like, just go with well, here's me. Well, the, here's the shame in that whole thing is it's inside. I can't imagine uh, out in this bright blue sky and high sun what yeah. that green would yeah, look the gold, like. The, there's, so much, there's, a gold, there's a gold pearl in it. You don't it see pops. that inside. It just pops. Well, actually, uh, the fire marshal would not let us have it outside because everybody didn't have eye protection. That thing is bright. <laughs> yeah. It is so cool. You know, originally, uh, when he brought the car in, it was lime green and wanted it charcoal. I looked at his car collection. He's got an amazing car collection. I think he's got like Clark Gable's car. And I mean, he's got some really cool stuff, right? He wanted it gray, and I, the closer we got to painting that car, I was like, this car really needs to be back in something flamboyant and fun like it was originally. And, you know, cars have gotten kind of conservative in the color. Sure. We needed to change it up a bit. Have you guys noticed the color palette, even at SEMA this year, for, you know, interiors? There's a lot more, like, uh, blues and stones. There's a yep. more, like, clay. I was going to say white and yeah. grays, I noticed. And a lot of bills. So I'm not a white car guy yep. because it just, coming from the truck world, it reminds me of a contractor truck. Right, right, right. Maybe a nice, you know, tri-coat <laughs> pearl or something like that. When it backs up, And I get the people are like, oh, stormtrooper look or whatever, but it's just, it's not my vibe. And I've seen more white vehicles at SEMA. And it, it, to me, this year, the white vehicles, it's the interior color choices and maybe the wheels that tie it all together. But it's been really hard as a not a not a huge white fan to see right. so many white cars here. You know, the, the for me, it's always been the contrast interior-exterior, as I always say on my uh, shows. And when we did, like, CF1, for instance, uh, the, the very first one, all of those original 53 Corvettes were white with red interior. That was the only option sure. for a color in 1953 Corvette. We were told back in the day when we built the Boss Mustang, the 68, one of our favorite builds ever, that white cars don't make covers. We changed that. We were on seven colors internationally in one month. It was awesome. And I'll tell you from a a magazine guy that's been doing this for 23 years now, every time we put a white vehicle on the cover was always a risk. And back back in the day when, you know, we were doing the magazines, we had something like, you know, what, 69 magazines at our company at one point. And there was a whole, like, cover committee. Like, we would have brawls. We'd be like, this truck is perfect. No, it's white, right? What is, can I ask a dumb question? What is it, the psychology of the buyer on the magazine, the, on the newsstand? Like, he doesn't... 
Like it just because it doesn't pop or what? Just I, think, pop. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Is you was always wanting something yeah. bright, so it stood out more than You're the other magazines. You're trying to find every other magazine on the newsstand of yep. somebody and catch their eye walking by because for the most part, if you were a subscriber, it came to your door. The people who bought a newsstand, it was like right. an impulse decision right. because right. they went, "Oh, what's that? Bam, grab it." So. And you only had eight dollars in your pocket. Yeah. You didn't have twenty-eight dollars <laughs> yeah. by four of them, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so speaking of dovetailing off this colors, what do you guys think of this resurgence of these '80s colors? And we're gonna love get into it. mini trucking in just oh, a second. Yeah. Teals, seafoam greens, yeah. white, I, I, I love black. the teals. I love the teals. Yeah. So I'm glad they're back. I think things are going to get a little nutty because, you know, yeah. like I say, the last couple of years has really made a lot of people kind of get back into their own minds, where they came from, the history of things, and doing things that are different. They wanted to, you know, people are changing their careers and stuff in the last couple of years because they've had time to think about who am I and what I really want to do. 100%. And the things that you remember back when you were a kid, having so much fun, remember Mini Truck and Magazine with like mm. pink and teal yeah. stripes oh, yeah. on a white. Oh, good old days. Surf yeah. stuff. I mean, all this really cool stuff. The Volkswagen scene. My Oakley Blades, like, my Jam oh, Shorts, <laughs> right? I mean. Baby, I'm telling you. Town and so, Country shirt from right, Hawaii. Right. I mean, the whole thing. <laughs> Dude, when I, I look I got at a 17-year-old kid that he's wearing all this stuff, I'm like, oh, this is creepy. You know, he's like, you're wearing everything from right. my high school it's, days. It's not supposed to come back for like another 10 years, but it's early, right? Exactly. It's arrived early. I, I'm not mad about it. I'm right. not mad about no. it. So my, my daughter's very passionate about, uh, you know, creating new uh, clothing and stuff in our in our apparel line, and she did the Pantera t-shirt design that she had done with Graphic Disorder is amazing. It's like straight out of 1984. Her and Caden did an awesome job. So it's awesome. one of our best-selling T-shirts. It is fun. It's bright. It's a black shirt, so you still look cool. But man, you're not going to miss you in a crowd. <laughs> That's awesome. I have a, a question for Kev Talk. Yeah. What do you think of the the Mavericks that people are are dropping now, and they're doing these crazy tear graphics and stuff? Or, oh, I can is, tell. Is, he is has it, mixed emotions. I can I tell. Do, I do oh, have mixed emotions. Is it a real mini truck or not? I, is it a poser? Where, where are we at with that? I I think it. I I, I respect it as a mini truck, but. You know the tearaway graphics and thing. That's a, that's a, to me. It's an East Coast thing. Okay. Oh and really? I, and I was a mini trucker on the West Coast, and that it always seemed to kind By of. By the come. way, always goes back to. Mini I know. Trucking. That's why I brought it, it up. Came, yeah. It came and then it went back to the East Coast for all the tearaway graphics and the thing. Yep. We, I, we, I feel like we had it out here for a little while. I can't wait to see a Maverick with tribals. <laughs> I, I hope it's not. Tough. It, it's tough. Like I said, my, my my trucks, at least the ones I built, especially even mini trucks, were two-tone splits, something really classy. That's were you doing walkthroughs and stuff back then? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yep. Splash. Yep. The pink splash oh, yeah. over, over yeah. Aqua. I think that might have been just a hair before my time. <laughs> yeah. He was, the, still, uh, he was still crawling, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dave was 40 back then. Shut up. <laughs> That's okay, so it was lightning. <laughs> so, so in that era, what were you painting your bugs? Because you were a Volkswagen guy up in Utah, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Big time. Scallops, yeah. right? Yeah, I did the scallops. Purple scallops over white uh, two-tone on a Volkswagen yeah. Roadster. And then the teal, or it was a Ford Bright Aqua off of the Fiestas. Because that was a really cool color. You could actually go down to the paint store and just buy that that color in a gallon and go paint it in your, your backyard. Because nobody <laughs> nobody really knew what that smell was until yeah, it was right, too yeah. late. Oops. So. <laughs> never happened, ever. Exactly. No, nope, never. <laughs> so go, going back to the mini truck thing, forget the Maverick thing. Okay. No, like, no, no, don't forget the Maverick. Oh, okay. I, 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 I want to I expand upon that a little bit. Is it's, it? It's tough. Well, get us one. I'll show you what it looks like next year. Oh, I've seen oh, one. There you go. I've seen ah. one. I've seen one. And they look, and they, and they look all right. I mean, my biggest thing I think with a Maverick is it just doesn't tuck, doesn't yeah. tuck any wheels. Tucking unibody, like it turns me or off a, or, or a completely. Unibody I'm like, drop. Oh, I, I love so this. So there I is a this. guy that's done. I, I don't remember the shop, but someone yeah. has torn the thing apart. One guy. One yeah, one dude, and he has laid it on unibody. Oh, it's all the way flat. All the way flat. But he just gutted the thing to make it happen. Yeah. It's on 13-inch wheels too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from the skateboard, right? I'd really like to see that because I've seen some low ones. I've seen some on an air ride, and it's just 
They just don't look low enough for me. I am of that same ilk. I, it has to be on the ground, I, or, or just it's got to like, be able to scrape bots dots when you're uh, at the <laughs> exactly. duck show, right? or you just didn't finish the build. Exactly, I, I agree with you. Exactly. But I think it's going to get there. The, Someone's going to figure it out. The other thing for it. me is is it's a crew cap too. So the proportions aren't you know as yeah. pure as a Agreed. as a true mini truck. A standard cab, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah because you remember. You, 89 Toyota, you know, I remember my, I, my, one of my first jobs, I was 16 years old, and uh, I, had, I used to go into the Honda parts department because my first car was my dad's hand-me-down Accord. And I realized that if I went into the parts department on Saturday and brought those dudes donuts, they'd give me their employee discount. Nice. So anytime nice. I needed something. I like it. So I used to spend so much time there, they said, hey, why don't you uh, just work for us? And since they're always here on Saturdays hanging out, I was like, all right, they're all. So I put in my application and, and talked to the service manager on Monday, and he's like, oh, you got a clean driving record? Yeah. You, do you know how to drive stick? Yeah. And Liar. They, and they had <laughs> out in the garage is a white Toyota pickup truck. It is two-wheel drive. No right mirror, no AC, no radio, vi the gray vinyl bench seat, like the, the truck, every mini trucker started with, that was $79.99 in the paper on Sunday morning for one VIN only. Right, right, exactly. And it was full of parts, and they handed me the keys, and I taught myself to drive stick that day in the truck. <laughs> That's exactly what so I did a one-wheel oh, burnout in front of Norm that's Reeves funny. Honda in Huntington Beach, California, and when I got back, they said, you can't be doing burnouts on the shop truck. I'm like, just wasn't used to the clutch. And I stalled that thing 5,000 times that day. And, and he only had one job on that Saturday, and that's to go get the donuts he was eating. He would yeah, normally right, eat. Right, exactly. Exactly. Uh, I mean, everybody has that, you know, story. Either their buddy or them, their first truck, the, the little regular cab. I mean, those things were tough as nails. They were oh, yeah. super efficient. They were easy to work on. And then, of course, you know, so many of us started in the mini truck scene oh, or totally. covered it or had well, buddies. Totally. Kevin, what was yours? What was your so first my, truck? So my first truck was a, uh, an Isuzu Space Cab, a 91. Nice. Oh, and it, wow. had the, it had the long window. Yeah, and at the yeah. time, I'm like, God, I just want a Toyota. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you could afford the Isuzu. Yeah, like, but, I, but the Isuzu came in my lap, and I built it, and it turned out to be a crazy, crazy, crazy. That was the crazy, bone collector. Yeah, the bone collector yep. was a mini yep. trucking. Yep. I had a great time with it. And, then, and after that, I realized I'm too big for mini trucks so I went to full size. <laughs> <laughs> well I started at trucking in like 2002 so that was back then that magazine it was 450 pages a month. Oh yeah I, I mean, remember we had those. like 10 people on staff and and you know I think of all the shows with uh, Heat Wave yep. and Show Fest in, yep. you know, in, yeah. uh, in Mississippi yep. and uh, I now, mean did you did you accessorize your trucks like this white uh, dropped I think it's a Chevy over here I he's got that bright pink BMX bike in the back He's oh, that's got a, like a power lighter or a rear, rear bumper yeah, 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 on it still. Yeah, 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 I saw yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. No, I was, I was, I was scraping by just. To, I barely had enough money to put the truck together. There was no okay. accessory. <laughs> I had to pick my passions back then. His accessory was gas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just look, so many of these trucks are putting like BMX bikes in the back. Did you guys ride BMX in, back in the day? No. D oh, Dave, did, Dave did. Time. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. So what kind of bike did you ride? Oh, geez, I had a CJ Racing, and it took me forever because wow. I actually had no money growing up. I had to hunt golf balls and buy each part at the time, almost like uh, Johnny Cash's Cadillac, you know. And but later on, I was. Was really into skateboards too and had some hot chicks coming over to my buddy's backyard he had a half pipe we'd always broom it off if we were going to get on the skateboards because it was really quite new and the second time i did a drop in some hot chicks were there and some <laughs> friends had come over on their bmx bikes and rode across the bottom of the ramp <laughs> Boom! Broke both arms. Oh. Yep. 
and I was like, you know what? I'm it's giving not up a way to get this. the ladies. I'm gonna go get me a Volkswagen Beetle and do that. So I got out of it, uh, and then my bike got stolen. So yeah, it was over for me. But that was yeah. it. But on, on the bugs, were you doing all the motor swaps like 1776, 1880, whatever it was, like mm. doing all those big engines? Nope, nope, nope. I never had any money. I was figuring out how to slam those things with no money. I was pulling springs out of the front and twisting the uh, torsion bars in the back. And <laughs> the lowest bug, the, put the bumper as close as you could to the ground. And uh, my 61 was really cool. It was actually I bought it. It was a really beautiful turquoise, and it had a, vel a velour black and gray checkered interior in it. I thought I'd really cut, you know, a good diamond. <laughs> we, we've got, so my uh, my kid, basically, my uncle gave her his 60 Beetle, and we're going to fix it up. It's sitting there rotting at the ranch right now, but we're going to drag it back and, and get it done, and she's into, she's going to be 16 next year, and she's into all the vintage stuff, and oh, yeah. so we picked, I think we picked out, um, I can't think of the Gulf Blue. Yeah. And we do Gulf Blue with, uh, I want to do the moon caps on it, the little surf rack on nice. it and all that. Nice. And, uh, Volkswagens are just so much fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kind of like you guys with your mini trucks and stuff. Uh, I just always got into them. I loved them. The lower you got them, the brighter colors. They were fun. Later on when I had a little bit more budget, I put bigger motors in my cars and stuff. And I really started enjoying them that much more. But honestly, it's just that lifestyle. You know, I, I, I've always been... Uh, just really into that you know, SoCal look and the Hawaiian look kind of stuff. You know, yeah. it's just a it's just a cool vibe. Now, were you always from Utah? Yeah, born and raised, man. Did you watch the kind of the trends coming out of California? Did you ever travel, or was it the magazines that brought it to you, or how did you get inspired back then to bring your look and your style to Utah? Well, you know, back back in that day, it usually took about two years before Utah'd catch up with any kind of West Coast style. But if you were watching, like, I remember it used to be, and VW I trends, remember it used to be like you go to Utah, sit your watch back two years, right, <laughs> and then go to sleep for. A minute <laughs> yeah no it was a uh, it was always something i was kind of watching what was going on in the magazines and of course back then i was really kind of struggling my wife and i had just uh you know got married and we still had the volkswagen thing going on no kids at the moment but just working our butts off you know trying to get ahead of the game and bought a house and then started playing with a little bit more with volkswagens chopping tops learning how to do stuff and it just kind of kept growing and i was kind of just watching what was going on but not copying I was just watching the trends, but thinking about what would I do, maybe kind of in this area, and then I was just kind of cutting my own rug. That's awesome. Well, seeing a lot of people don't know, uh, you know, bugs and mini trucks. That's how me and Dave met. Yep. Okay, there you go. Because, <laughs> by the way, that sounds like a really good new cars and coffee somewhere, right? Right. right? right. right. Bugs and mini trucks. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Because they used to put the the hoodlums. <laughs> well, the they put them in the back of the show, and that's where we first met. Yep, we'd share coolers and shade, and we'd just sit there and uh, you know talk a bunch of smack and hang out and check out the cars and yep. have a, have a beer or a, a Kool Aid or whatever. And and uh, pretty soon, you know, Kevin and I is uh, friendship just we'd just catch up all the time. And uh, I was working in high performance coatings at the time. He was looking for a job. I got him a job there, and we worked together for what three four years yeah. maybe. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I quit my job after eight and a half years there at high performance coatings and started my shop in my garage. Kevin was doing airbags for me. I was doing graphics and design work and selling parts out of my garage. And uh, that only lasted about two and a half months, but about two weeks after I'd quit, Kevin had changed his schedule to come in and swing shift. He was finishing up bagging an 88 Chevy long bed. And uh, I got <laughs> him to work because his, nice. his truck was broken down or it was getting worked on or whatever. He was working on it at home. And uh, I took him back to work. I dropped him off about 15 minutes late. and. Uh, I got back on the freeway. He called my cell phone. He goes, man, can you get me, man? I got fired. And I was like, no. <laughs> So I, I turned around, and I, I, I get him in the truck and he's in my car, and he says, uh, man, I can't believe he fired me. I said, don't worry, man. We got 
to do. <laughs> yeah, and that's awesome. where we just and we yeah. went back, and ever since, you know, we've just been uh, working you, our. You didn't off. know, but that was the greatest day of your life. Exactly. Exactly. And here we are. How many years later? Uh, Twenty-three right. years yeah. later, we've been buddies. Uh, wow. Well, at least 26, 27 oh, yeah. probably. We've, we've been yeah. friends for over twenty years, and we have had no success. No. Still here. So we need to look at you guys. You guys doing right? You guys need to get fired. Well, we have to fire each other. Yeah. It's a good change, you know, and things go up from. Well, hey guys, if this interview goes bad, we're probably aren't getting fired. So yeah. <laughs> well, gotta, I know you guys got skill. Send your resumes. Yeah. So, do you guys? Um, do you have a dream build? Do you have a Volkswagen dream build? And do you have a Mini dream build that you'd like to like get to at some point? Because I know you don't have any free time. But if you did, would, is there? Would you ever go back to the bug seat? So you know, I've got a car I've been dragging along for. 24 years probably it is, if you know anything about Volkswagen you'll probably be able to catch up with this it is a three window chopped laid back suicide coupe wow. Hebmuller Delahaye wow so it's it's uh, it's crazy I mean I've, I've stretched the wheelbase uh, it, it's nuts and I'd like to get back to it I've had that car sitting in the top of a three story Ben pack for four years now I haven't moved it and since then I haven't worked on it in about 12 years so I'd like uh, to get back on that ready. car, honestly. I think it could be something that would really, it's very cartooned out, very uh, fantasy Hot Wheels styled, and it'd be cool. It's on 20s up front, 24s in the back. <laughs> but the thing is just, awesome. it's crazy. I mean, it's got awesome. Mini Cooper headlights, 40 Ford fenders, left and right to make you each You have to fender. finish that thing. I know you I do. To. I'm telling you, it'd be badass. But he, I just, he, I got to get back at it, but I'm so busy with other things. You used to have a rendering in your wallet. I don't care. And it I anymore. think it wore out. Like you, like would show everybody and like look at, look at this. All I'm gonna build someday. Fall off, right? Exactly. <laughs> it was like a, it, yeah. It basically came apart in like 16 pieces. Gonna have to fold it four times. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Hey, Kevin. Oh. You know, I kind of got away from mini trucks. I got into full-size trucks, and the one that always got away from me was a standard cab, like OBS style. I had like three or four of them. I never got to finish any oh. of them. It's like the one that got away. It's like and the three that got away. The, the three yeah. that got away. Exactly. <laughs> they, they I mean, be, listen. At three, that's a you problem. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> and there was so much today. Uh, yeah. Like those things. Oh my yeah. gosh! Can you believe the, the value of trucks these days? Oh, it's ridiculous. Like the ones you've worked on and, and whatnot. Now, are you guys seeing? You know, because of there's a, obviously a lot of little niche guys that are buying up all the Defenders and all the Broncos and and you know a lot of the you know 60s you know 772 Fords and Chevys and things like that. And they're building like these bespoke versions. When you guys go to build a truck, and I guess it would be the same in Mustang and Camaro and and some of the now the Mopar stuff how hard is it to find a good candidate to start with what you guys are doing or are you to a point where you're just happy to have a car with a, with a clean VIN on it and, and something to work with? Uh, Dave, you know, how do you find good cars? <laughs> I haven't yet. <laughs> As I always find out, I'm like, I think this car's perfect. We, we got a... Womp, uh, womp, yeah, womp. Exactly. That's our life right there. I, uh, I was uh, commissioned to build a car for a gentleman out of uh, Northern California, and he was looking to do an Outlaw 356A. So I found a 59 356A. Man, it looked like it had a little bit of work done on the rear quarter. Otherwise, it's all original. Man, we looked underneath it. We poked at it. I mean, it was awesome. We got the car back from Oregon after chemical strip. Oh, no. That was like my... my oh, uh, the, no. the, middle, the middle of the roof's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to replace the cab on my 67 because when we stripped it all down, not only was there almost nothing left, but the rust was so bad it looked like fingers. But the owner had cut out the, uh, the floorboards, and what they had done... 
because I didn't know I just pulled the carpet and, but once we got down into it it was tin flashing from a roof that they sheet metal screwed and then line next over uh, and it's just kept getting worse and wow. worse and I'm like oh my god no. as, you, as you pull back every layer oh, it's that, just like, that oh. onion got down oh, right to the core yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like onion rings but I hate onions yeah absolutely <laughs> I yeah, mean so how often have you found a build or the, the donor vehicle and there's nothing you can do with it you oh, know like the Camaro. Uh, yeah the Camaro that we uh, uh, the black Camaro over there in our booth uh, that is a Dynacorn body oh, okay. so the, the okay. customer bought a car at auction looked pretty cool boy we got it there there was nothing good on the car I think we kept the trunk lid we were gonna actually use the transmission because it was a six-speed but we replaced the uh, the LSX 454 with the supercharger on it with one of the Mercury Racing SP4s. Okay. It's an awesome motor. And he goes, just make sure we've got this, you know, this type of a, a TKO 6 or whatever it was. Transmission will handle the higher horsepower because that's 720 out of the box. Man, we started building it. We kept that transmission the whole time. And then we started looking at the numbers like, this is the weak six-speed. Yeah, we so, oh. so sorry, Mike. Uh, we replaced everything with that Camaro. We should have just left it alone, put it back on the auction block. <laughs> yeah. Return, return to earth. Return uh, to sender. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, so to answer your question, it's just tough these days. It's tough yeah. to find solid, solid cars yeah. to build. Well, we were just talking, you know, uh, before you guys got here. It, to me, it's like, you know, the, the, the cars that are out there are the cars that are out there. That's it, right? right. And, and every year there's going to be attrition through neglect, an accident, yeah. whatever. And what we're starting to see is cars that are maybe on their third generation of ownership, especially stuff from the 40s and 50s, maybe earlier. I've got a 42 GPW, uh, flat fender, so that thing's probably, on, I'm probably the fourth owner on that thing. And we're starting to see vehicles that are in their even third or fourth phase of being built, like the same car right, with that right, Siemens right, right. 15 years ago and five years ago and now today. And so it's, so much patchwork on some of these. Yeah, so yeah. they end up being Frankenstein's in some way, and totally. it's hard to find that clean starter to do something really cool with because right. all of these have. It's so hard to find an unmolested car these days. Right. Agreed. You know, and a lot of times we're you know, if, let's say you're going to build a, a a seventy Nova. Let's just pick a car out of the blue that's not really common, right? A lot of times you're better to go and find one that is literally a cream puff that's a $25,000 car, not a $2,500 car. Yeah. Because by the time you get done trying to source good panels for it, good parts, trim pieces are almost impossible. Especially, trim. especially yeah. when it's an off the beaten path car. A lot of times you're better off and smarter just to go in and buy the more expensive, perfect car that yeah. was owned by a little old lady that hasn't been messed with, with, you know, no offense, by some kid playing yeah. around with it and thinking he's going to get creative and shaves the door handles with some cardboard and Bondo. Because <laughs> I did that I've actually. On my Toyota, I did that. And I, and I apologize. I had a feeling you were guilty. I, I, I also <laughs> have, you learn. knew it. Yeah. I also have to apologize. You brought up the 356A. I heard a 356B in my lifetime. Oh, really? And I still feel really bad about that. Um, <laughs> you heard it? I heard it. Yeah. I, it was a movie car that was on call for a movie and it came to a shop I was working at. And uh, I was probably 17 years old and pulling it out in the morning, did that with the shifter and let out the clutch and was in reverse, even though there's that much play, right? right. And it went burp, right into the back wall, into the jacks, smashed the rear of it. And I thought that was going to be like my last day in automotive ever. And the owner was super cool. He got it fixed and he's like, don't even worry about it. It's just a car. And I'm like, it's a 356B. That was going to be in movies. <laughs> so I still, I still carry that baggage around. Like uh, I, I heard a 356B. sounds like you've been fighting a clutch your whole life. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I just oh. bought my very first automatic car ever. Oh, wow, really? Yeah, I just well, got a Wrangler 392. <laughs> hold on. Nice. You, that was a t-shirt design right there. Fighting the clutch. Yeah. Right there. I fighting need the that clutch. on my chest right there. Everybody's yeah. like, hey, what? how could you get an automatic? I'm like, well, it doesn't come with a manual. And I'm like, well, I still have my, my flat fender. Right. That thing's definitely a manual. <laughs> right, right. It, it, the, uh, you know, it's got a uh, overdrive on it. 
So it's got four shifters. And people are like, well, are you worried about somebody stealing it? I go, I just unlock the hubs and I just move the transfer case and the four-wheel drive in and out. And you're, you figure it out. You yeah, know? exactly. So talking about trucks, do you have a favorite truck build that you've been a part of? Or body style. Or body style. And... I want to know your favorite truck that is currently on sale, new. If you went to a dealership today, what would you buy? Those two questions. Well, actually, I uh, just got a, a picture of my truck that just got delivered. Oh. I was hoping to have it before I came down here a week ago for the Concourse d'Elegance a couple of days early. And uh, yeah, it's a 2023 uh, HD 3500. Nice truck. High country, pearl white. Or sorry, I did straight white. But I did the uh, tobacco and uh, gray interior. Oh, that's a great looking oh, interior. Okay. Oh, and I so broke. you got the new dash too, I right? I got the brand new. I got the brand new one because Justin, I have to keep up with him from the upholstery, <laughs> the upholstery. shop. <laughs> he just got the exact same truck with all charcoal interior and pearl white exterior, and I drove that thing. That's like driving a brand new Escalade. It is yeah. most comfortable and beautiful. Did you truck. get a diesel? Oh yeah. So yeah, okay. so L5P. Yeah. Yep. That's that a Duramax fan, is yeah. amazing. Yeah. Fantastic so I got, drivetrain. We got 244,000 miles on my 09, which is here, pulling my trailer down, and uh, yeah, that one's wore out. Boy, she wore we, out. We, <laughs> that'll be a SEMA build for somebody. She did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't tell our our buddy uh, Kevin Martin, or we call him Kmart. Uh, I just sold him the truck before uh, before we did this interview for 15 grand. So, so. one last uh, burnout with the trailer attached. Yeah, yep. exactly. <laughs> we over we overweighed that thing. I don't know how many times. Oh. Two cars and all of our T-shirts back in the day. We had a 48 foot uh, King Cobra trailer, and and uh, I went through two beds. We filleted the bed. Uh, we went through. <laughs> All sorts of stuff, just trying to do it. It's on a second motor, second turbo, third set of injectors. But that thing was a workhorse. We it, we yeah, definitely got our great, money's worth. Great drivetrain, and it, yeah. I, it never it never left me stranded anywhere. Nope. But I'm well, glad it's going away. Dave, who probably left you stranded in the past. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I didn't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I no. forgot to let him out of the kennel. That's all. I swear to God. And then uh, favorite truck build. Favorite truck build, of. you know, um, I'm all over the place with that stuff because, I mean, we've done some pretty notable builds. The F50, uh, that's mm -hmm. a wonderful 53 Ford uh, you've pickup. Done, we and love you've done that all one. everything. Like, you haven't just stuck with one style. There's, no, yeah, man, we, we love them. The Phantom you are Fleet truck side. agnostic, aren't you? I am. I am. I am. <laughs> I just, agnostic. you know, I, I honestly, it's almost like asking what your favorite kid is, you know, or who your favorite kid is. I, I really Oh, I know which one mine is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, you know, we've we've had so many uh, uh, great clients that have let us get creative, and I always play off of somebody's tastes, and uh, I develop a color and a theme to something, and I build it. And so I'm really always right behind that truck uh, to the bitter end. So I, I have no favorites. I'm sorry. Kevin, Dude, Kevin does though. Yeah, that the the, the C10. The Suzu Space Cap for the, sure. Yeah, that, you know the the C10 that we built. What was that? Two seasons ago. Yep, game changer. Game changer with the with that the, hard, the was, hard top convertible. That thing was amazing. And a lot of people actually forget that was actually a two inch chop as well. It was actually yeah. chopped before we made it a convertible. Wow. So I, know, it was just, I think if was it wasn't cool chopped, one. it wouldn't have worked. I think you're right. I think uh, you know bringing it, was, it down. You know, I mean, the taper, yeah, yep, the taper to the roof had to come bed, down. So. Yeah, that actually, you know, if I had to say, I mean. If I could pick my top 10, it'd be every one of the trucks we ever built. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right. Well. Yeah. I mean, not over the entire world, but of our builds, it would be the last 10 that we built. Because I think we, every That's time fair. we built something, we, we, we up the game. That's why we called it the game changer. Yeah. And the, and the 51 that we did, the Ford, that, that thing's amazing. It was here you last start, year, yeah. You start looking at it. You know, we stretched the cab, those custom beds we built. And then you really, if people don't know those trucks, I mean, it has a rocker on it. And those trucks never had a rocker. You know, the door ended it. Uh, the front fender's usually two pieces. You know, we got rid of that. We yep. matched the body line from the back to the front. and Sank the grill and the, the headlights headlight in, which in. really made a big difference. That's one of, those car, you know, one of those vehicles that you know what it is when you see it. 
but you don't get it until you walk around it and exactly. spend time with it. And you can start going, wait, that's not right. right. Oh, wait, right. what's that? And I mean, you could probably spend two, three hours and not pick up all the details yep. that are right. hidden within that, which I like those builds yeah, I, myself. Those yeah. are some of my favorite builds too. Because yeah. if, if you don't know exactly what you're looking at, you're like, oh, this is the way it came. That means we did our job right. Exactly. And what's the best, uh, I think, with uh, one, of, one of the attributes to my team is it's funny when somebody walks around the vehicle and they're like, man, it's just blown away. And they'll go and get a beer or whatever. They'll walk back. They'll walk around again and find three or four more things. They're so out of the ordinary. They're like, I didn't even have any idea that you'd done that. You know, you walk across that Pantera, for instance. Yeah. That's a four-inch stretch through the doors and the roof. The, li- literally, the only panel on that entire vehicle that's even close to being stock is the outside skin on the rear deck lid. That's amazing. Wow. That's it. Yeah. You Everything can't else tell. has been changed. Well, I think part of it is you've got the, what are they, 22-inch wheels on it? 21s in the 21, rear with okay. the 355 Lamborghini fitment uh, Pirellis on the back, and then we did 20s up front. So, so those custom... What, so oh, I was going to say, when you look at it, the proportion, those wheels are what hide that stretch. Right. Because the proportion is still... Yeah, at least what you remember, right? right? I think being a car guy, there's a lot of vehicles in life that you go, I love that fond memories, and then yep. you see it or you get into it, and you're like, what a pile of crap, <laughs> right? Like, but that's the trick about what you're talking about is not just the wheel proportion that changed and the and the bulbous on the top of the fender flares, which we didn't make it look like an 86 GTS. We wanted a bulbous fender flare, but not obnoxious. Yeah. The other part of it is that you don't notice because the stretch in there could make that car look kind of funny. The door got longer to mm-hmm. the portion of the car. The thing that we did that you didn't notice is we hourglassed the front and rear quarters before we did the fender flares. Oh, you got to look at that car mix. again because the, the fender is not straight to the door. It rounds to the door and then rounds Which is totally different on the than a normal Pantor- But you have Pantera. to look at it. It yeah. is absolutely different wow. because those cars were pretty much just a big round front to back. This is now a little Coke bottle in there. Yeah, exactly. So you got to walk around the car once again. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Have you ever seen a build? Well, I, I'm curious as one of the, the best builders in the country. You're walking through a show like this. Do you ever see a build where you're like, I, I want to buy this, or I could build this better? Are you asking if he critiques other people's work for uh, yeah, a build but, that he would love but to do? Our, but he is, is he able to separate his work and say, I'm a fan of this car, and I want to buy this guy's work, or I'm going to go find He'd another one of these and, and build my own? Well, it's a lot easier for me to buy somebody else's art than it is to create my own for myself. You know, I just don't have the time. We were so busy at the shop. So to, to answer that question, it's like um, when you go into an art museum. If you go into somewhere, an art gallery, and it's all Monet, you're going to get maybe bored really quick with it. I love other people's arts, uh, artwork, and I love their tastes and, and their takes on things. So to answer your question, um, in our industry, they don't call it copy and they call it research. I'll see, something, <laughs> I'll see something I like and then I'll incorporate something that's kind of based off that, but I'll kind of, my, my mind never stops going. And I don't save ideas for down the road for somebody else. If I have an idea that comes to my mind, I'm going to use it on the car that I'm working on right now because I'll always come up with other ideas. So to answer your question, yes, I've found a lot of cars that I'd like to just buy because it's easier to do that than for me to try and find the time to go and build one because it'll take another six years if I start sure. working on or, my own or project. 24. Right? Or yeah. 24 years or <laughs> exactly. even longer. Yeah. yeah. So no, I, I really do appreciate other people's art. I mean, there's there's so many great builders in, in, in this country and all around the world. We've been looking at some Volkswagen 100%. stuff, and even Kevin doesn't really, he's not the biggest Volkswagen fan, but he's following a dude on uh, Instagram that's just got some you, 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 over you, you, the top You saw the dubs. wide body, the, the bus and the double cab? Yes, now, or is it yes. A single, single cab. Yeah, it was yeah, a single, single cab. cab. Yeah. I mean, I saw a rolling rendering for that a couple years ago, and I was just like, this thing's amazing. And then 
and here you they see are. It in person. They're yeah. out here done. Yeah. I mean, and the guy's the nicest guy. I mean, he did, it's just it's just. But cool. Yeah, isn't that uh, that little brown uh, uh, oval rag top here with the little drop down graphic in it and the kick ass wheels you showed yeah, me I yesterday? Think I think that's right over yeah. here. And in see, I'd like trailer. to go over and hit the guy up and see how much he wants for that car because that thing's cool and it's done. Sorry, baby. Where'd my wife go? <laughs> she's like, she's uh, like, no. <laughs> well, I, I think I think to add to that too, it's you know, it's all a perception. You know, Dave or me can see something and go, God, that's amazing. What if we just put a little tweak on it yep. here, and then it becomes a completely different idea? Gotcha. Sure, you know? Yep. So let's so, talk uh, yeah. about the show real quick. Are yeah. you season nine now? Yeah, we're uh, we're we're just wrapping up uh, filming. So we overlap. We actually film all year long. We overlap our seasons. Um, we have the the. The comfort, I guess, is the best way to say it, is that uh, if the car's not done for season nine, it'll be there for season ten. We we have a yeah. lot of fun, but we spend a lot, you know, four to six thousand hours per oh vehicle to build them. Ooh. These are legit cars. My customers pay a lot of money for these cars. We like to spend the time to make them perfect. Yeah, they're not and for so, TV. They're, they're not for yeah, TV. Well, that's what I was gonna say. These the are, thing that separates yeah. you, and I've heard it. I, well, I don't know you personally, but we roll in the same circle and know a lot of the same people. And everybody has said not only is Kindig one of the the most genuine guys exactly how you see him is exactly how he is but he is one of the best builders these aren't tv cars and we all know yeah. that the tv cars are fun to watch but most of them yep. go back for work and, and, that's, and the stuff and you guys are doing that, is like high right. quality yeah well thank you and that's really where we 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 really had the 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 ability to explain to the production company and to the network that look we build a really high-end car and that's what people i think really are attracted to Condig sure. design and to sure. our show bitch and rides but we have to have the time to do that. They've been very respectful. We have the most awesome uh, production crew, Fisher Productions, Nick and the gang. These guys have been with us since day one. I've trained them. Don't touch the cars. Don't stop. <laughs> don't do this. Don't do that. And they are awesome to work with. They literally are fly on the wall. Our interviews a lot of times might be 30 minutes a week. Yeah. Uh, we do those at my other building, so we're not interrupting production. The guys that work in the shop, they're 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 great on TV. They work really hard. We build an awesome car, and it's really just kind of worked out to where my customers getting their money's worth. I think everybody that tunes into the to the show, bitch and rides, uh, they're getting their money's worth in that sense. And uh, you know, we're excited for it. We're already building some season ten cars. Oops. Wow. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to let the cat out of the bag, but we're all close, don't, don't, right? We don't have any followers, so it's no, totally yeah. fine. Yeah. Nobody's going to hear this. And like I said, that's what they, and that's one of the nice things about it is people are like, oh, how do you like the, How do you like being on television? And at the end of the day, it's just a bonus. I would be going in and doing the exact same thing whether the cameras were there. Yeah. So it doesn't feel like it. You don't, you no. don't even see them anymore? No. no. Gotcha. No, and I mean, really... After after we're done filming and stuff, I mean, I think our producer came back down. He's been hanging out with us. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> I lost money on the table. He won money at last <laughs> night. And uh, yeah, no, we just we just have a really great. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're all friends, and we've we've been around the block a lot of times. And they're, they're just wonderful people. So, And they don't make us look like a bunch of jackasses. Yeah. So. Well, we'd love to have you back on the show sometime, maybe a little bit in-depth. I know you guys are going to be signing autographs and talking to people and all yeah. that, so I don't want to soak up the time for the people who are here waiting patiently to hear from you. But uh, super awesome. Thank you for uh, spending time with the Truck that Show Podcast. Thank you. Love having you guys thank on. You. And, and the, the success is so well-deserved. So thank you. And, and I hear everybody uh, at noon. There's a uh, free beer. Is that and true? Ice cream, which seems like a really weird free combo. Beer, but beer, I'm, beer I'm going for it. Oh, you had me a hello. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're gonna do. Uh, let's nice. get a photo of all of us up here, and then uh, let you guys do your thing down there. Fantastic. Thanks, thank you. Thanks, thanks, thanks everybody. Guys. Thank, you. Guys. thank you so thanks. much, guys. Pleasure. Baby. Put it here, brother. On the stage with us, ladies and gentlemen, give a big round of applause to the president of SEMA, Mike Spagnola. Come on thank now. You, and, and friend of the show and friend of each yeah. of us. And, and Mike, uh, you were the interim president. Right. 
And now you're officially the president. Yep. Do yeah. we have to? Are we allowed to look you in the eye? Uh, you can. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. I won't even let you make you kiss the ring. <laughs> what, <laughs> what is your official title, El Presidente? I, I, El Presidente and CEO. Whoa. Yeah. CEO. Wow. <laughs> yeah, President and CEO. You are so, uh, massively important now. Uh, I don't even know more that. than before. I don't know. I'm still a car guy. So, so wait, when we first met you, you were just a dude hawking mini truck parts. <laughs> right. Now, and now this is your baby. Uh, That's so you, crazy. Are you looking around Seamaville right now? It's like, I'm the mayor of all this? You know, I was waiting for the, when I got here, I thought maybe you guys would have the big chair and some women with palms. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah right. the palm fronds. Yeah, so, the right. problem is, uh, you've yeah. seen our budgets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, it's amazing. I I agreed to join Seema on a, on a three-year contract, and I'm nine and a half years into that. I was going to say, I don't think that's how that worked out. <laughs> no, no, it's uh, it's been different. So, it's, obviously, you, you came into Seema, hung out for a while, Things were great. Had this amazing, like, 150,000 people coming every year to this amazing show. And then everything shut down. COVID hit. And everything changed, and you had to go into scramble mode, and you and your team had to figure out how to keep SEMA alive and survive through the last few years. Yep. So maybe talk about the challenges a little bit, and then on the other side is, look, here we are, and this has been an amazing year. The traffic, the people, the builds. I had somebody say, "Well, I haven't really been to SEMA since 2018." I go, "It's exactly how you left it." Yep. And I don't maybe think any better, maybe better. Yeah, I will. I don't think anybody would come to this show and be disappointed with the outcome. And especially the guys over in the brand new West Hall just seem to be loving it over there and the yeah. traffic over there. So it's amazing. You know, you're right. In 2020, uh, COVID hit, and so we couldn't have a SEMA show. And you know, that was a huge hit to us because that's. That's where we get our income. That's how we pay our staff. And um, luckily, we had a little bit of savings. But, the, um, you know, we, we are owned by our members. So we take anything we earn and we put it back into the industry and, you know, things like SEMA Garage and some of the other tools we offer. So 2020 was a hit. And then 2021 came around. Could we have the show? Could we not have the show? COVID. Um, they finally came out a couple months before the show and said, you could have the show, but you got to wear masks. You know, in the, you know, the whole mask uh, mandate. So uh, we had a show last year. We had lit. You know, we did okay. Um, was it back? It, no. it felt like Seema Light. Yeah, yeah, yeah Seema Light. Oh, we had fun. Coleman yeah. and I. Yeah, I mean, we, we were yeah, posted up in the Banks booth doing the podcast, yeah. and we had it was Guestapalooza. And, and because yeah. we were talent and entertainment, cool. he's, he's, doing, he's doing air quotes, talent right. and entertainment. Yeah. So right. the whole time we were just like, ah, we're doing a show. <laughs> no, it was good. It was good. But this year we're back, yeah. and we're back at amazing strength. You know, there's so much pent-up demand. A couple of things we probably learned. Pent-up demand. So some people hadn't been back for two years. Yeah. The other thing is there's still, you know, you need the internet. You look, we need websites. We need to be able to show product on websites and you need to be able to show vehicles and all that. But there's nothing like coming to the SEMA show face-to-face, -face, seeing friends, buyers and sellers, getting together in the aisles, seeing these amazing builds that have happened, you know, seeing product live, you know, the, the ability to touch any sort of, you know, turbocharger, supercharger, you know, whatever the product is, and talk to the guy that that designed it, talk to the salespeople. You just can't stop that. And 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 there's so much passion, you know, so much enthusiasm for this industry. You know, you you know, EVs, all that sort of stuff. We're back. We're back strong. Well, it's amazing. So I helped host some SEMA education panels, and uh, amazing experience. We touched on hydrogen. We touched on EVs in the panels that I was in, and then I did the one for. Uh, for the, uh, the Light Truck Association. And the questions, the engagement, uh, people realizing that, uh, you know, 
EV is, is here, it's here to stay, yeah. but that doesn't displace the ice part right. of it either. Right. They can coexist, just like gas and diesel coexist. Well, and, 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 one of your, and one of your panels, they're talking about how to make hydrogen ice engines, right? right? So talking about really coexist. Yeah. It, it's, it was just, it was amazing, uh, the amount of people we've talked to. And now I heard, and correct me if I'm wrong, early returns from SEMA is basically... This is like 2018 levels minus the countries that aren't allowing um, international travel to right. the states right now because they're on lockdown. If you were to add those people back in, you would be right back to where we, you we'd were. We'd be right there, yeah. Yeah, definitely China's still shut down in some of the overseas countries. That's another 500 booths. It's another yeah. 500 manufacturers here at the show and probably, I don't know, another 10, 15,000 people. And so uh, definitely, you know, that was it. Yeah. Um, and then, um, uh, so it's back, and the energy here is just unbelievable. I, I know that as being in a place where you're dealing with small business owners and corporations and industry, one of the big topics lately has been inflation and, and what that looks like going forward. Mm -hmm. And I have not heard anybody this whole week be negative about the outlook of the industry in terms of business and sales. There might be some people that are slowing some things down or catching right. up on orders, but everybody seems incredibly upbeat. This is not, I mean, this is my 21st seam or something like that. And, uh, and you're old. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. And, uh, as I my, remember as Mike omits how many times he's been. <laughs> right. Yeah. My, but my point is I was here 07, 08, 09, where we watched the crowd. Right. And when I remember being in the one of the local hotels at the bar watching election results uh, or it was lead up to the election and all the business owners grousing about what's going to come and in those few years were pretty tough and yeah. this is not like that at all this group of people this group of companies and individuals who came are incredibly excited that that SEMA is here and that it feels like it's back yeah for sure you know there's there's still uh, supply shortages there's all those things going on the labor market you know, all of that, but people are back. They're back and they're enthusiastic. I don't want to um, downplay that word that Mike just used is enthusiasm, because I believe that a lot of, uh, when people believe the market is gonna crash or something bad is gonna happen, then it does. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And when people come here and they truly get excited, like they leave the SEMA show and they're like, I'm going to finish that build I've always wanted to build, or I'm going to, I discovered how to bring new customers to my shop through these mechanisms that I learned at SEMA Education, or all these, they just get fired up, and I truly believe there's a very long tail to what you're doing here. Absolutely, absolutely there is, and you know, uh, today we're allowing up to 10,000 consumers into the show. I had a look at the line about an hour ago, and we had to add some more resources, because the line coming in was so great. I, I want to just circle back to SEMA Education real quick because that's an amazing program that you guys have within the SEMA show and the people that you have on staff are, are amazing. The fact, and I can't even remember how many different um, tracks or segments you guys have, but it's it's over 100, I think, right? I think it's about 170, it's the largest oh ever. And and some of them, there were signups for as many as 600 people to come to them. I, I had one yesterday that had uh, 140 people, standing room only, in one of the ones wow. that I was in, and the line out the door. And, and the neat thing is you get these panels, uh, subject matter experts, and they're there, they do the thing, you, you do the interview, you talk to them. And the amount of people that stay after to have a continued conversation or trade that business card right. so that they can learn more. I, I think that SEMA education is almost a hidden gem within the SEMA show. So many people are focused on trying to see everything in four days, which is almost impossible, that they almost don't want to take the time out. But if you looked at the, the titles of the workshops, the seminars, 
It's amazing information. You will get nowhere else in the world, yeah. period, well, happening here right again, now. Again, I was talking about like digital marketing for every guy that has a shop, right? Whether he has a performance shop, suspension, some diesel shop, and he realizes that he needs to reach out with digital media, right? How does he get his arms around? Maybe he's in his 70s. He's like, I need to be, I need to reach these youngsters that have these trucks. The tools are offered at SEMA for free. Right, which which dovetails into I want to ask Mike a dumb question, but there's no one better Again? to ask. I ask a lot <laughs> of dumb, dumb questions. No, wait, wait, no, but no one better to ask, or nobody better to ask. No one better to well, both. Okay, both, both. <laughs> so you can tell we're friends. <laughs> so I know, I know. He's the mayor of Seamaville, so That's I can right. ask him anything, right? Mike, what does someone get out of becoming a member of SEMA individually, not their company, but them personally yeah. being a SEMA? Member, yeah. So there's we have a couple of new programs. So you know, first off, as a business member, um, we've got tons of different programs. So if you're a manufacturer, we have, for example, the SEMA Garage Product Development Center. And now we, you have it in Detroit too. We have it in Detroit, and it's you know four times the size of, of uh, the one we have in LA. Amazing. And so we help manufacturers develop products and take them to market, and uh, with CAD data and, and 3D testing, printers and missions testing, which is all huge. of that. Yep. Um, we have our SEMA Data Program, which is you know. The ability to take something that was on paper, a, a part number and a picture and all the you know, information you need to sell it and be able to put it digitally into you know, online uh, as, as one of our programs. We have education programs. We've got a ton of programs as a business member um, to help you grow and be successful in business. And then on the uh, retail side, if you've got a retail store, a speed shop, any of those sorts of things, a bunch of uh, different things we can give you, you know, help you grow that business as well. Our new program, our new um, SEMA program for individual members, we're just now rolling out called SEMA Nation. Okay. And it's the ability for individual consumers, for the ability for enthusiasts to join SEMA as a SEMA Nation member. Now, that's great. Does that help with lobbying and exactly. things like that? Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh, RPM really? Act. Yeah. And, yeah. You know. yeah. So, so you know, a couple things there. There's there'll be discounts on things, you know, to. Um, to buy, uh, you know, whether it's hotels or parts or those sorts of things. Like group buys? We do group buys? Yeah, group buys, yep. Okay. So that'll be a part of, of your offerings. Um, but the other part of that is that we need need to be able to reach out to you when we have a legislative issue. And we got lots of those. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, you know, uh, the, uh, gover- the government overreach is amazing. Yeah. And we be, we want to at least be able industry. to message you. Yeah. And uh, so it's $40, $40 a year. Oh my God, what a bargain. Yeah. You, you'll make that just on discounts, right? Sure. And uh, you become a SEMA individual member. Um, and there's all sorts of stuff that's going to come along with it. We're building that program now. Does that give you access to the SEMA show? It does not, but it will uh, next year when we have kind of a cool thing okay. we're about to announce. So how much can you tell us about this secretive I, thing that you're I, about I, to so announce? Wait a minute. This is a big announcement? This is huge. I, could we have a drum roll? Right. Hold on. All these people out here, everybody who's in the Motor Trend booth right now, yep. we're about to hear a major announcement from the president of SEMA. This is exciting. This has been a few years in the making. We announced it last night at the SEMA banquet. But we will have, starting next year, SEMA Week. Yeah, buddy! And what SEMA Week is, we'll still have our business-to-business only trade show that's behind us Tuesday through Thursday. On Friday, there'll be a limited amount of tickets to come into the SEMA show for consumers. But Friday and Saturday will be SEMA Fest. And SEMA Fest, a festival of cars and music and all cool things. All right, that sounds pretty awesome. So uh, it'll be across the street. It's okay. uh, we, we took on another 40 acres across the way. And Wait, and where? There's uh, no more land uh, left. Over over near uh, the Conrad over there. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah, the to, to the, uh, so, the north side of it. Yeah, there's that big lot the right big there. big lot. Yeah, yeah, so we took over that lot, 
and we're going to have um, Oh, man, I'm music. staying at the Conrad. Is that going to make my hotel uh, yep. go up next year? Yeah, I probably will. Oh, no. <laughs> book, book your tickets now. One hint, hint, hint. So, Lightning, you'll be... You'll be interested to know big bands coming, concerts, cars. Do your drifting. favorite podcast hosts get backstage uh, passes? Yeah, we'll see. Can <laughs> we wait? Can we bring on some that of those bands? That wasn't a no, by the way, but it was yeah. also non-committal. Can we do stage announcements? That'd be cool. We'd That'd love be very to. cool. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, wow. do you we'll, need help booking those bands? Yes, we'll talk about all that. Okay, all right. it'll, it'll cost backstage so, passes for your yeah, favorite yeah, podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to ask you to give me some, right? <laughs> but yeah, uh, so this music, cars. Uh, consumer event, craft uh, foods, um, an auction, a car auction where some of the cars that will come out of here from the show will go into that auction and then we'll bring other cars in. We'll invite car clubs. Um, and then the five-year goal is just to take over the city. Sort of a South by Southwest sort of feel, yeah. if you like. All right. Where it's going to be car week. And, um, you know, we've got Formula One coming in right behind our, our back end of this whole thing. So it's, uh, it's going to be a festival of all cars. You can imagine inviting every Sima car. I think hired the right guy. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, he's got a good vision. But wait, I mean, do you ever wonder how the president gets hired if he's the guy hiring people? Mike, did you hire yourself? I, I did. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, I'm yeah, self-appointed. Yeah. How do I get into that gig? I, I'm, I'm the czar now. I, 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 the cars uh, are. Yeah, the I, cars are of Las Vegas. I, I, I look, wait, anybody that voted against me, I threw their uh, ballot out. <laughs> right. So, awesome. Mike, does so everyone, a lot of people, a lot of our listeners know that F1 is coming to Las Vegas yep. in November of next year. Yep. Are, they, are they next? Do they butt up to each other? There's, or is there like a gap a, of like a, a week ga- or two? There's a, a gap of a week behind. Okay. How do you, as the, the, the mayor of Flavortown or Seamaville or whatever it is that we're calling you, Seamaville. Seamaville. How do you manage the hotel prices in this town? Because yeah. guys are going to want to go to this and then F1 and stay here for the whole month, and it's going to put prices through the freaking roof. Yeah, so, you know, one of the things... So, so Are you announcing the SEMA Hotel? Yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Right? Man, I need you guys on our team. Hey, I, I, you I, might be available. Idea yeah. generation You can team. pay us in beer. Yeah. So, yeah, pay, yeah, yeah, we pay in beer. Um yeah, so, you know, uh, obviously the one thing great about Las Vegas is there are restaurants, there's hotels. You know, there, there's other places that have car weeks, but they're hard to get in and out of. Not this infrastructure. Yeah, the infrastructure here in Las Vegas is like nothing else. Uh, yeah, I did hear that some of the Formula One hotel prices are crazy already. Yeah. But, you know, ours are pretty reasonable for the show, and we're working with the whole Las Vegas Authority. I, was, I met with them this morning on this whole concept and this idea. But, it, you know, the, we're going to take over the town. F- favorable? They're excited about it? Oh, extremely excited. You awesome. can imagine inviting every car club, every truck yeah. club, every, you know, it becomes car week for, for, for everybody. I love to see the evolution of this event, yeah. and I think it's it, it's it perfectly in line with the culture. It yeah. just it's great. You know, and even you know for the OEs, they'll be able to do ride and drives. You know, so uh, the ability for for an OE to do dynamic uh, yeah. sort of sort of displays rather sure. than static displays is going to be huge. And and love it. And every you know everything car EV. You think about any sort of thing that's got four wheels, we're going to have it. Consumer, never, consumer facing. I never would have thought about that, so that's why I'm not the president of SEMA. Nope. Nor are uh, you the mayor of SEMAville. I'm no. not. I'm not even the uh, deputy mayor of SEMAville. L- listen, the board gets a lot of credit. The team gets a lot of credit. Um, we got an amazing team at SEMA, and they, for the show even this year, when we got a, a bit of bad news about a couple of weeks not coming back, sure. we could have laid down, and these guys fought harder than ever. Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah. Just, I, here's what I wanted to say, is when that happened, it was obviously 
not great news. And for you know somebody who's managing the the optics of a massive event, you try to minimize those types of conversations. And a lot of people in the industry are like, "Oh, is this the end of SEMA?" Or you know, everybody pulls out. Or blah 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 blah. The reality of it is, when you come here this year, you don't even miss them. Yeah. And I, I I don't I don't say that contritely. You honestly don't miss their pre- because everything else just filled in. It's the same SEMA it's always been. The people are just as excited. It doesn't feel empty by any means. No. SEMA is not dead or dying or on the ropes. This year, this show proves that SEMA has a staying power. You weathered the storm. There's a few companies have decided to change whatever their strategy right, the is, and that, that's fine. That happens. But one or two big companies does not make up the automotive industry. No. And, and we are filled with many size businesses from one person to thousands of people and everything in between with a passion for the automotive for the passion for for you know burnouts and high horsepower and all the things that we well, love to do look, and SEMA show is the SEMA show we, we need some turnover meaning it's not that we don't want those guys those companies to come back but we want young entrepreneurs to come out here we want them to flourish right and it's okay if some of those guys take the spaces of some yeah. older legacy companies right if you can give us a minute of, of inside baseball. I would like to find out how the Toyota thing went down, the Dodge thing, because Ford and GM pulled out yep. and Toyota and, and Dodge really stepped up and it's awesome. Their displays are, they knocked Incredible. it out of the freaking park. Can you tell us a little bit about how that happened without getting into traction? Yeah, yeah you know, look, we've got great friends at, at Ford and GM and I got to tell you, even, you know, the general, the very top guy at General Motors called me at home uh, on a Thursday night, it was nine o'clock, LA time. So it was you know midnight, midnight this time, time yeah. and to tell me the news, and it, you know he was about in tears, you know because you know they wanted to be here, and um, and they'll be back, you know they'll be back. Um, we've got some plans for next year with them, and great, um, you know we're we're really hoping they're going to be back. So. Uh, and we've still got great relationships there. We still work with them on product development. Yeah, and of course, those, just because you know, they're not here yeah. doesn't mean that no, they didn't walk they're away from out of us. The, they're no. out of the circle. We've got great enthusiasts at both the Ford and sure. GM. And, um, and great products and, at both companies right and, now. And great friends there. I mean, the relationships there go deep, you know, for me even personally. Sure. So, but those spaces became open and they were prime spaces. Toyota was the first to just grab, you know, one of them and, and in fact expanded their display and Dodge came in right behind them. You know, there were perfect spots. And then we backfilled all those other spots. Yeah. We ended up at a one and a half million square feet. And, you know, we expanded in some other areas. We'd never had a lowrider display. And so we put a lowrider display yeah, in this EV year. The display in North Hall, which yeah. is very cool. Yeah. Yeah. We're expanding kind of this DEI thing where we're, you know, uh, kind of un- underrepresented. People are coming in and, you know, they're able to show their culture and what they're doing. And uh, we're expanding that. We did some education tracks on that as well. The EV section, I see it in two areas. The, the, yeah. The OE side, right? And you're still going to be able to, you know, to trick out a, a Ford Lightning, right? I mean, I mean, yeah, we there, saw there several here. Yeah, yeah, there's several yeah. of them here. And, uh, but the other cool part is that we were able to find uh, about 40 or 50 manufacturers of components, right? So EV electric motors, EV uh, battery packs, EV, yeah. you know, all the bits and pieces that you need to, to do an EV. And we're promoting now this whole conversion, right? Of, of 67 Chevy or a, there's a young lady here that just turned 14 and she brought her Porsche 914 that she's awesome. converting to oh, a perfect, to perfect car for it. Where is and, it? And uh, it's in the EV section okay. and, and she's an amazing, Frances Furman's her name and she's an amazing young lady I met. It's so enthusiastic, social media. The future she's of what we love. Oh, yeah. And she's uh, she's building this EV. Yeah, and so it's it's really cool. 
Well, listen, Mike, always appreciate you hanging out with us. I mean, you're now the big wig around here. Around we know you're busy. It's the last uh, day of SEMA, and we were uh, we were kind of fingers crossed if we could get you for half an hour. I no. mean, next time we are going to no. have the throne, and we're going to have that yeah. big, like, red velvet coat thank with you. the white fur. Yeah, thank you. We're going to have the girls with the palm fronds keeping uh-huh. you cool yeah, thank and you, thank misting you. you and all that stuff. No. This year you get nothing. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> you gotta, I, you I, wouldn't, away. I wouldn't expect any more from you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, listen, you guys have been great friends so, for so many years, and when you... You pinged me and said, could you come out? I, I dropped a couple of things because I so wanted to be here. And, you know, I love you guys and you know, love your show. And um, it's just you. fun to get to hang out with you guys as well. We love so, you back. Yeah. And uh, in our, our history of, uh, you know, media and and small business and hucking parts and going through the whole process to where we are today, it's been a fun yeah. ride. And look forward to many, many more years of, of working and, with you and, and you, having fun. And you guys have become so famous that I get to hang out with you. you know? no, <laughs> so. no, no. Nobody knows. Now we know he's lying. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. The lying liar that lies. Exactly. Well, you know, he is in uh, SEMA government now. Yeah, true. Oh. Yeah, true. Right. true, true. He's officially Ouch. a politician. Yeah, he's a politician now. Oh, that, that one kind of hurt. He's squirming. That kind of hurt. All right. Well, thanks for having right. us uh, or thanks for coming out and hanging out with us and uh, congrats again on this year. The SEMA show is, it was fantastic thanks and uh, we're really really excited for your success and yeah. can't wait to see you know all this new stuff yeah, look that's at, coming. and as you get more official announcements leading into next year let us know you're going to be back on the show yeah, cool let's, so, let's plan on that awesome. all right, all right. i appreciate you, you guys much all right thank you okay see you I would say that's a pretty successful show we got there under our belts, uh, Mr. Holman. Yeah, we got uh, Jordan Mulbauer, and mm-hmm. then we have uh, Kev Dog and Kindig, who we've been trying to get on the show forever. Those guys were awesome. I, I hope they'll come back. So good, so so talented. And uh, uh, what, what was what must that be like to be talented? I, I don't know. All I know <laughs> is that, uh, well, like everything else, they are rooted in mini trucks mm-hmm. and that was and Volkswagens. That's, that's why that's I brought basically. it up because I read that, as soon as I saw that on his wiki, I'm like, <gasps> mini truck, mini trucks, mini trucks. And of course, um, Mike Spagnuolo from SEMA, the president. El Presidente. Is there any president of any company that's that cool? And uh, of SEMA. Look at this. He's the president of this. That's like being the president of entertainment. He's the president. <laughs> oh, no. He's the mayor of SEMAville. Or is Kevin Oste the mayor of SEMA? And Mike's the governor of SEMA. No, I don't like that. I you like, don't like that? No, I like, um, uh, what do you call it? Mayor of SEMA Town. Yes. SEMAville. Yeah, SEMAville. SEMAville. This is SEMAville. <laughs> okay. Sure. All right. We're getting, uh, listen, wow. we, have, we have, it's almost, the show's over in an hour. Mm-hmm. We have a studio to pack up. I've got to hit the road because I'm frankly, I'm tired of being on it. <laughs> I'm not, dude. I'm going to go see more of the show and then I'm going to go back to the Westgate Hotel and I'm going to party like it's 1999. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't even know what that means either. <laughs> All I know is uh, I need to get some Dr. Pepper because the stupid freaking convention center yeah, they don't have is it. all Pepsi'd out. Yeah, and there's a... no Dr. Pepper than like a, a, a mile of here. No, every time I walk into a Pepsi pour, I just turn around and leave. Oh, it's so gross. They're like, mm. oh, I don't have Coke. I have Pepsi. I'm like, why? No, I, I don't know. I don't I know. Just can't do it. Well, listen, uh, thank you guys for tuning in to another uh, semi-successful Truck Show podcast episode. I feel it was... Uh, considering that we were live in the Motor Trend booth uh, at the end of a really long week with people we never have met before set up by somebody else that, not bad it was quasi uh, quasi palatable. okay quasi yeah. okay yes uh, all I know is this is right hold on hold on I just gotta stop you right here alright listen just listen I'm gonna turn the microphone outside here we go hear the burnouts you hear the burnouts from the Hoonigan burn box over there do you hear all the people? I'm telling you, our view right now, guys, is 
epic. And I truly am thankful for the opportunity to be here. I know we don't say that very often. I don't want to get all mushy and emotional, but this is Summer quite camp's a ending for you, isn't it? It is. And and now you're realizing how much you're going to miss the camp counselors. I mean, band and camp was sweet, uh-huh. but I just want to soak it in. Just, just give me just 10 seconds. 10 seconds. Look at the smoke over here. Hey, quiet. You're interrupting my 10 seconds. All right. Well, uh, that concludes uh, this episode. Uh, our, I think our fourth SEMA episode mm-hmm. yep. of uh, SEMA 2022. Super stoked uh, for everybody we saw, our listeners, all the people came up and said hi to us, which was nobody. So work harder next time, guys. That's not true. The one dude stood right there, there and he was a big dude. fan. Yep. One dude. Big fan, long time him. Yep. Yep. <laughs> what? No, that's remember Kevin from the Kevin yes, Meet Show. Long, long time him. Yes. Yes. Big fan. Yeah. Big long fan. Time. Long time him. All right. Uh, well, we have to thank our sponsors because without them, uh, this show would crash and burn more than it is now. That's it. Uh, no, they're okay with us just dragging. Like you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I don't know that they are. You know what? I, so our sponsors. Here's our sponsor uh-huh. is the limousine. And right. we're at a wedding, and we're the cans and the trinkets that are that are they're hanging just, off a they're string. They're pulling us along. Yeah, they're pulling us down the street. We're like right. clank, well, clank, 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 clank after a wedding. Let's try and return the favor. All right, if uh, if you guys are looking for a new <laughs> truck, head over to your local Nissan dealer. Check out the Titan. Check out the Titan XT. Check out the Frontier. The Titan and Titan mm-hmm. XT have the industry's best five-year, one hundred thousand mile warranty. We saw a ton of awesome Nissans around here. So type in NissanUSA.com where you can hit the build a price tool, find out which Nissan truck is right for you. And when it's time for more power in your big diesel pickup truck, you got to tow up to the mountains and you're like, this is going to blow and you just want more torque, go to BankSpower.com, type in your year making model and shop Monster Exhaust, Derringer Tuners, shop Six Gun Tuners, Economine Tuners, Ram Air Intakes, Monster Rams, Monster Exhaust, and so much more, BankSpower.com. All right, when you need to uh, replace your tires after uh, copious amounts of gratuitous burnouts, mm-hmm. Like uh, are over there in the burnout box. It literally looks like a volcano is erupting behind the Summit trailer over there. Those people are going to need new tires. They should go to toyotires.com because if you go to toyotires.com, you can check out their incredible lineup of performance and off-road tires. Of course, we're partial to the open country lineup. Those are the tires you need for your rig. Holman, I have the perfect close to our show. All right. I've been waiting for you to come up with one for uh, five years now. Hold your hand in the air and give the audience a five stars. One, two, three. Five stars. stars. I think we're in like three, though. That was not good. I need some Dr. Pepper. Stat. The Truck Show Podcast, live from the SEMA Show in Las Vegas. Presented by Nissan, Banks Power, and Toyo Tires.